The spring crop in the flower beds may be tulips and daffodils, but in veterinary emergency clinics, the spring crop is T&D, trauma and drama. Winters in Ohio are long, cold, wet, and oh so gray. Pets crave good weather, just like their human parents. Spring brings out the puppy in every dog and the kitten in every cat. In 2004, at the Stark County Veterinary Emergency Clinic in Canton, Ohio, spring was in full bloom. Steve had just dropped me off for the night shift. Since I worked through the night on a high-pressure shift, Steve took me to work and picked me up in the morning. He did not like me to drive home exhausted. When I walked into the clinic, the waiting room was packed, and the phone was ringing incessantly. Your dog swallowed your girlfriend's underwear? Uh Oh, yes, you need to come in. Pat, our receptionist, deftly screened the calls, identifying the real emergency. The other line rang again before she'd even put the phone down. Stark County Emergency Clinic, how can we help you? After a pause, she asked, Did your dog eat the container along with your birth control pills or just the pills? Okay, good. Birth control pills are harmless as long as the dog isn't pregnant. Great, Pat nodded as she listened to the caller's response. Since your dog is a male, there shouldn't be a problem. There's no need to bring Rex in. A puzzled expression crossed her face. Oh, you don't have to worry. Rex won't grow breasts because he ate your birth control pills. (laughs) Have a good day. I have another call coming in. Hello? Stark County Vet Emergency Clinic, how can we help you? Your dog went through a plate glass window chasing a squirrel and has an eight-inch piece of glass sticking out of his chest? Come on in. We were juggling case after critical case desperately trying to keep all the balls in the air without any patients crashing and dying. Angie triaged. She assessed the patients in the waiting room and decided who needed to be seen first. Critical patients would go right to the back, to our treatment area, which we considered the ICU. We had a surgery prep area, a surgery room, and a separate isolation area with glass walls so that we could see the patients even when we were not in the ward. Otherwise, the animals went to exam rooms and were seen in order of arrival. At my clinic, the exam rooms looked like miniature houses, each with a different architectural style, thanks to Steve's handiwork. Room one looked like a typical suburban home with gray aluminum siding and shutters. Room two was a log cabin, and room three a Tudor cottage. I did a physical on each ailing animal and discussed what needed to be done with clients who were often overwrought. Sherry, Pat's daughter, was the most experienced assistant at the clinic. She coordinated treatment. She put in IVs and multitasked with Angie and Shauna to do the treatment. Shauna and I had just finished working on an emotionally draining case in room three. We had lost a retired police dog from a ruptured splenic tumor. Shauna knew the canine police officer. The dog's handler was weeping over the heroic German shepherd's lifeless body. He's no longer in pain now, I tried to comfort the heartbroken officer. 
Shauna stayed with him to console him. Then I went to work on a pit bull mix with a round steak bone trapped in his lower jaw. It wasn't long before I heard the sound of many sirens from the parking lot. I left Sherry with the pit bull mix to see what the crisis was. When I looked out the window, I saw four police squad cars, sirens blaring and lights flashing. They had come to escort the deceased canine officer home. The police lined up at attention as the handler carried out his partner.